Welcome to uh, Mugs of Mystery. I'm Monty Morgan, and I'm going to be feeding you all ecstasy tonight. Man, I miss festival days. That's I thought you were going to go a complete different direction with this. I miss <laughs> ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Casey Combs, and today we're going to tell you why Kevin McAllister is probably the Jigsaw Killer. Oh, probably because he took a bunch of ecstasy and was rubbing up on people. That doesn't turn you into the Jigsaw Killer. Okay. Oh. So, are you the jigsaw killer? Are you saying that? <laughs> I'm not saying that. Maybe I've just, I haven't done ecstasy. I don't know what drugs do to people. You think I'm dumb? <laughs> I'd never said you were dumb. Okay. I'm a good Christian boy. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm trying not to get cold for Christmas, so I've never done <laughs> And not to get eaten by Krampus? Yes. Or drowned? Or dragged to hell? Or whipped with little shitty fucking... With rootin's? <laughs> with ruckus sticks? Or rootin' sticks? Might as well call them rootin'. Ruck- tootin'. Monty Morgan, you were a bad kid this year. Ooh. I like it. When you say rootin' tootin', I think of his, um... What's his name? Wild Bill from the cartoon with Bugs Bunny. He's like, oh, I'm Wild Bill. Yosemite Sam? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. I'm Yosemite Bill. The guy's wild. How is everybody's Christmas? I hope everyone's having a good Christmas. Yes, and hopefully you're not doing drugs so you get good Christmas presents. Or hopefully you are doing drugs so you can pretend that you're getting good presents. Uh, You know what? (laughs) Always an optimist, Casey Combs. You are always an optimist. If you're doing drugs, just be safe. Yes. Be smart about it, guys. Be safe and send them- Drink lots of water. To me. Drink lots of water. To dispose of. Yeah, we'll we'll take care of it. Oh, now we'll take care of it. I never said I was being a good <laughs> Christian kid. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite movie, by the way? A do favorite, I have a favorite? Like a, like a favorite Christmas movie? Um. Okay, so actually I do. I have a list. Do you really? Yeah. Do you have a Christmas we, movie list? We've already started our Christmas movie list. You okay. and your lady? Me and my lady. Well, she really wanted Happy Feet, and it came in a three-disc three desk, three three desk? set. Uh, with the Polar Express, which I love the Polar Express. Um, I like, I really like Elf. Elf is great. I really like the newest Grinch. Have you seen that one? The new, um, like, Illumination or what, the, the cartoon one? I have not. It's the cutest movie. Mm. Um, doesn't, sound, doesn't sound like my cup of tea. It's pretty cute. I like it. Right. Klaus is really good. That's a new one from last year. Klaus. Um, I'm Klaus. Uh, a Christmas Story classic we watch that multiple times every year it's a classic uh what oh the old um stop motion christmas cartoons from like the 50s or maybe from like the 60s 70s i don't know when they're from but you know what i'm talking about there's reindeer and then you've got uh 
the Father Father Christmas or Father Time, I think, is one of them. And there's Frosty the Snowman. Do you know what I'm like talking about? Like it's three stories or one story? No, they're all they're all separate cartoons, but they're all stop motion. Oh. No. They're from like the Man, I wanna I mean I probably do. I feel like you probably do know about Like Rudolph? Them. Rudolph. Like same Frosty genre. the Snowman. Yeah. It's all but the, it's all oldie stop motion cartoons. Like the one with Cornelius? Maybe. Okay. Who's Cornelius? Coin Cornelius is the the miner that's out there picking helps Rudolph and stuff. I think that's called Ru- Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. I think it's actually that's the movie, so not the same. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Um <laughs> I've got a, I've got a big list. I, I like tell. Christmas movies. Were, I really enjoy I, Christmas movies. I can tell. Home Alone 1 and 2. I'm not so big on the newer ones with Alex or whatever that stupid little kid's name was. I don't was. think I've ever seen those ones. I've seen 1 <laughs> oh, and 2, of course. Don't watch the new ones. They're not good. I won't. I promise. They're not good. Not on purpose anyway. We accidentally bought them in a whole set with the Home Alone movies. So Y'all just out here buying movies? Man, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just download you, them like wh- normal people? Because I don't have internets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, well, I do have internets. No, I do have internets that I pay almost $100 a month for. Here we go. Sorry. I and it doesn't it work. <laughs> Sorry, I brought it up. I love that you guys buy movies. That's really cool. You know what? <laughs> Shut up. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Die Hard, of course. Die Hard is a good Christmas movie. Uh, Elf, that is a good one. Elf is good. I like Elf a lot. Yeah, Die Hard. Um, National Lampoons, of course. I mean, that's a given. Um, what is that movie? Christmas Vacation? Is mm-hmm. that the movie with Chevy Chase? And they have the old station wagon thing and they put a tree on the top of it? Mm-hmm. National so La- driving down... National Lampoons? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's the same movie. Oh, I've never actually seen it. What? I knew about, I knew about oh, no. the... <laughs> what? Look, I just knew about the Christmas tree on the car and at the car dealership down the road here, they have an old car that's all dressed... I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you. Okay. And I'm also going to find the movie and watch it so you don't have a stroke. Okay. Okay. It's cool. Everything's fine. I'm upset right now. I'm not uh, upset. I'm just uh, flabbergasted. I've also never seen Happy Gilmore. Oh, that was a good movie for Adam Sandler's not funny anymore. If you're going to see one, that's one to watch. It might be dated now, but I doubt it. Uh, he's got, he's, he, uh. No. <laughs> did you watch no. his latest Halloween movie? No. You should watch it. You well, watch it. Maybe. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Just watch that. Hubie Halloween. I'll try. He's not funny anymore. Well, he's old. Well, that doesn't mean he has to stop being funny. George Carlin was funny to the day he died. What happened to you? I'm sorry. That was rude. I think you're very funny. What's what's wrong? Are you crying right now? It's called staring. <laughs> <laughs> it's called staring intently with deep-seated anger and frustration. Whoa, I'm sorry. Yet forgiveness. Dang. Yet forgiveness because I love you dearly. Dang. And mostly I just, I couldn't see because I'm old, so it was hard to me to like focus on <laughs> what I was looking at. So that was most of it. Don't have your bifocals on yet. <laughs> My bifocals? I wear straight focals. <laughs> you have to shake your head at your own jokes. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, I've been watching a lot of Australian smut lately. What? Instead of... Wait, what? Australian smut? Yeah, it's great. Why? How, what? Wait. Oh, sorry. Uh, Chris, my buddy from Australia, sent me a bunch of Australian smut, and it's absolutely wonderful. Would you like me to send you some? Um, 
Maybe. It's really good. It's got badass storylines. It's way better than American TV. It's called hmm. like Underbelly. Um, one's called uh, Gangland Wars, and the other one's called Razor Wars. Hmm. It's like TV. Yeah, I would. I would like that. Send that. It's really me. good. Send them to me. I want to watch them. Yeah, it's good stuff. Australian smut, huh? That's what we're calling it. That's not what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, wait a minute. <laughs> I really cut it now. I really want to watch Australian <laughs> smut. I was like, wait, oh. why? What? Crikey, crikey, y'all, <laughs> oh, put it, the gator in the roo or something. I don't know. I'm Put doing, gator in the roo? I am doing a really bad Australian one. I am sorry for everybody. Chris, if you don't listen to this episode. What's up with gator? But gator don't take no shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Dang it. So, yeah, Australian <sighs> accent. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Remember when I tried to be Australian? <laughs> I do, and I'm pretty sure that's why I was Irish, because Australia was not an option for me. <laughs> it wasn't an option for me either, but I just took it and ran with it. Okay, should we get? Should we start this? Oh, probably. I oh, guess. probably. <laughs> All right, Jigsaw. Uh, Kevin McAllister is the subject of ridicule and bullying, bullying in his household and from his cousins. He's left alone not once, but twice by his family. After the first time, his mother and father and family are all glad to see him, apologize, etc. But then they lose him again only a year or so later, which is fucking shitty. Right? Uh, not only do they lose him, but in New York City, no less. It is at this moment that Kevin comes to believe that humanity is, at its base, corrupt, and that no one, not even his own, one's own mother, can truly be trusted to be good. Each time Kevin's abode, his real home, or the one he sets up in New York, is invaded by the wet bandits, he sets up extensive, torturous, and sometimes even lethal traps. Rather than rather than run and hide, Kevin prefers to stand his ground and even seems, at some points, to revel in the pain and torment of two men who are essentially non-violent and unarmed. He did really fuck the wind, but wet bandits up. He really did. And I was it's watching not, it the other night, just like, whew, dang. <laughs> and not that they weren't non-violent. I mean, they were trying to, like, break into a home. Right. But you can break into the home and not be violent. How can you break something and not be violent? Well, maybe they just picked the lock and they didn't actually break anything. Then is it breaking in and entering? Or is it just... Technically, because you're breaking the threshold and entering into the home. This sounds like some sort of weird religious sexual thing going what? on right now. <laughs> I know it's Christmas and it's like all Catholicized and you're like, I'm going to break the threshold and come in this house. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, Jesus Christ, Santa, not the chimney shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, oh, God dang it. I'm, I'm trying to keep it together. These legs, that is. <laughs> so how about those Chiefs? Great year for football. I haven't been watching any football. Um, I watched. Me neither. I was just being a Georgia Alabama game, and let's, then watched everyone be upset because Georgia lost. Let's go Gators. No, that's not either one of them. <laughs> well, you know I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> Kevin's expertise in setting up death traps with a wide array of materials quickly and in a myriad myriad of places becomes both his modus operandi. operandi and his signature as the Jigsaw Killer. Oh, yeah. Consider as well, Jigsaw's taunt, I want to play a game. The word he used to describe the possible death game is indicative of a stunted development from childhood into adulthood. I'm going to reread that. I've had like four Red Bulls today, so I think I'm just... Red Bull, it gives you Tourette's. 
Consider as well Jigsaw's taunt. I want to play a game. The word he uses to describe possible death, game, is indicative of stunted development from childhood into adulthood. Kevin's double instances of abandonment has marred him and robbed him of his childhood. And while I wouldn't say he's completely a child, it is undeniable that Jigsaw has childlike impulses. Ooh, I agree. I mean, I mean, yeah. Jigsaw's like, you want to play a game? Oh, you think you can win? But wait, there's another rule I didn't tell you about. <laughs> I mean, kids fucking do that when you're playing games with them. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, you can't. I'm not it because my feet are on the ground. And I'm like, fuck you. you can actually kid. do that. <laughs> As I mentioned in the first film, you could use, of course, argue, you could, of course, argue that Kevin is merely protecting himself in his house and his neighborhood. He saves the day. The wet bandits are arrested, etc. But in the second film, Kevin intervenes when the bandits are robbing the thrift store. It's not a thrift store. What is robbing it? the toy store, Duncan's toy store, and leads them to leads them on a chase to his uncle's house where they are. There are a variety of death traps, including electrocution that await them. Yes. I'm on Team Kevin or Team Jigsaw, whatever you want to call it. Um, well, I mean, obviously I am too, because fuck the wet bandits, but. So he's a vigilante. He, he that turned sour. Well, you leave it out in the cabinet too long, it's going to get bad. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything to go with that. Uh, Jigsaw killed people who he felt were wasting their lives. The wet bandits seem to have served their time, but are back to their old habits. Kevin, in Home Alone 2, when we might say he is beginning to fully come into his jigsaw identity, in essence, punishes Harry and Marv for their recidivism. 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 Yeah. It's French. It's French. I'm, look, I'm learning it. <laughs> recidivism. Kevin's pennant for taking himself to great length. His inability to connect with other children, his family sees him as weird, and he doesn't interact with any other children in either movies. For any significant length of time, which is weird, by the way. Mm. He it, talks to his little cousin a couple times. So he's and not, his brother picks on him. Yeah, he's not the youngest, though, right? No, he's got the little guy with glasses. Right. Which okay. is his brother in real life, I think. It's Macaulay Culkin's. It's Kiernan McCulkin? I know nothing about that. Okay. Where's Christy when you need her? She knows all about the McCulkins for some reason. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're right. Is it inability to connect with their children to a point? Also to a point, also point to a damaged childhood. <laughs> also to a point, Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah, Kevin's penchant for taking. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> Kevin's penchant for talking to himself at great length. His inability to connect with other children. Um, his family sees him as weird and he doesn't interact with any other children in either of the movies for any significant length of time. Um, also point to a damaged child who might, given particular circumstances, descend into madness and violence, like that whole paragraph read. Madness and violence. It was descending terribly. <laughs> but you got it, man. You picked it back up. And I put it back down. I was like, this sentence looks horribly damaged. I'm done with it. <laughs> and no thank you. You can keep this. This is a horribly damaged sentence. Consider as well Kevin's choice of film. A 10-year-old might check out softcore porn or Whoa. cartoons or South Park or Australian smut. But Kevin instead watches film noir, a genre that includes over-the-top violence, vulgarity, anti-heroes, and social deviance. Well, hell yeah. That's a good movie. For a 10-year-old? Is it? I mean, really, you think a 10-year-old's going to watch? What did Aiden watch when he was 10? Um, Like Freddy Krueger and Friday the 13th. 
My kids loved horror films. They didn't like cartoons and stuff. They're, this is incredibly boring. No, thank you. Resident Evil, things like that. They mm-hmm. loved Tales from the Crypt. Had all the old Tales from the Crypts in Twilight Zones. They loved those. There's a reason they scared me and I flew down the stairs like an asshole. <laughs> I, say, I, I see why you're so scared of them now. I'm not scared of them. I'm just weary. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's intellect is also bolstered by his charm, and many serial kill- killers and sociopaths, real and in fiction, are charming. Bundy, Dexter Morgan, Morgan etc., but he seems so normal. Kevin also embodies this as demonstrated by his various interactions with adults. He's able to con himself into a room at an expensive hotel in New York on Christmas Eve by committing credit card fraud. Yeah. Stud. Get a nice little old homeless lady to think he's okay. Yep. Um, he is quite charming. He's kind of a little shit. Really, really. I mean, I'm quite charming. <laughs> The desk clerk, the concierge, the bellhop, Mr. Duncan, the toy shop owner, these adults, when they confront Kevin, are made to doubt themselves. Kevin manipulates them offhandedly and unnecessarily, which demonstrates a grandiose ego and a startling lack of empathy for others. Yep, Kevin's Mm -hmm. a sociopath. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Perverted little freak. I wouldn't say he's perverted. Well, no, because that's what Uncle Frank says, yells at him. You perverted little freak or snake or something like that. Nice knowing you, Uncle Frank. Ferret. You're dead. You're dead next. (laughs) All right. So on one level, sure, he's scared. He's alone. His lying is self-preservation on some level. But Kevin slides into a whole situation with a frightening ease. He doesn't hide in a hotel and try to find his parents. He orders an entire pizza and rides in a limousine and eats Sundays. Duh, who wouldn't? I would. I don't like I would too. Sundays that much. But you know, I don't like sweet stuff, you know that. Yeah, I'm not a big sweet stuff fan either. There's there's a few things that I really like though. Caramels. I don't like caramel very much. Oh, but see, that's my weakness. Caramels and toffee. I like toffee. It's just but hard, I don't it's just hard crunchy caramels. But I like to crunch caramel to be hard and crunchy, I guess. Mm. Australian smut. Australian <laughs> So he's eating Sundays. Uh, he doesn't even really seem interested in finding them for the, for most of the movie. So in summary, what we have in Home Alone and Home Alone 2 is the descent of a troubled but kind-hearted kid into a, into a psychopathy and violence. The young man known as Kevin McAllister makes it his personal mission to torture and or punish people for their transgressions. Just as he did with the wet bandits in Home Alone 2, he becomes the jigsaw killer. They were actually the sticky bandits in Home Alone 2. They were the wet bandits in Home Alone 1. Wet, sticky, once again. (laughs) Wet, sticky. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Things this podcast isn't wet and sticky. It it could be sticky. How could it be sticky? You know, like it sticks with somebody. It's sticky. (laughs) Well, then it could be wet. How? It could wet somebody. <laughs> I don't have I don't have an answer for you. Could wet somebody, huh? You know what? Fine, it could be sticky, but not wet. Somebody could pee themselves laughing at you because you're the funny one. You know what? I think you're pretty funny. I don't think I'm that funny. I think I just giggle a lot, really. <laughs> All right. I think he's the jigsaw killer. Um, I'm, he's very possibly the jigsaw killer. I'm sold. Or is it the little cousin he was talking to is the real jigsaw killer? And just sets Kevin up to be lost. Mm. And then now he's like, Haha, they think Kevin's a jigsaw killer, but really it's me. I would like them to make a movie of Kevin McAllister becoming the jigsaw killer. Why don't we make one? I don't think that we have the bandwidth for that. Well, we certainly have the acting skills. <laughs> no, I have the acting skills. Yeah, we got this. Because <laughs> that's the one thing I am. 
It's in character 24-7. Who, 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 what's your character going to be? We're going to have to play multiple characters. Oh, great. My personalities will love that. <laughs> um, I'll be the sticky bandit. and I'll, There's I'll, two of them. Well, I'll be them both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have sock puppets, and that's how I'll do my character acting is with sock puppets. Oh, that'd be I'll be great. like, hi, I'm... Sticky Man 1, and I'm Sticky Man 2. Harry and Marv. Yeah, that's what I said. I'll be Harriet and Marv just hanging out. <laughs> Have you ever seen Home Alone? Yeah, of course. I've seen it twice. You just called him Harriet. <laughs> yeah, it's French. I told you I'm learning French. Of course I've seen it. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I'm going to give you to the count of ten. Get off my, out of my prop, off my property. I don't, I just watched this like last night. No, not last night, the night before. It was the night before Christmas in Casey Combs' house. Nothing was stirring, not even her mouth. <laughs> we'll just get rid of that completely. No, I think you should keep it. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that all we got? Are we done with that? Um, that's all we got. That's, I told you this was a short one. No, that's good. I mean, I think we're good. You know what, everybody? Merry Christmas. I want to um, wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't go and like our podcast, I will. I'm just going to do musicals from here on out, and nobody wants that. Um, For real, though, give us a review, a follow, a subscribe, whatever the platform needs. Go to um, patreon.com slash mugs of mystery. And follow there and um, maybe donate something so that we can continue this and pursue and get better. Yep. Give uh, us feedback absolutely. so we can get better. And check it out. Or just say hi. Yeah. Just say hi. You can check us out on Anchor and leave us a message there too. Or you can send a message to mugsandmystery at gmail.com. Or you can text Monty at. I'm just kidding. Uh, man, if I had your number memorized, everything's under <laughs> C for Casey Combs. <laughs> Um, but I hope you're having a great, great holiday season. Me too. It's been a long, long year. And I hope you guys are enjoying this. And if you guys aren't eating poo chili and roasting chestnuts and doing molly, is that what we decided? Molly? Ecstasy. We ecstasy. were talking about ecstasy. You know, if you're not doing molly and or ecstasy, are you really enjoying your Christmas? Living. Are you living? <laughs> are you right living? Now? You should spike the eggnog. You should get grandma hopped up. No, you. No, we shouldn't do eggnog. We should get people turned on to this schnapp season. We're thing. gonna do eggnog. <laughs> hey man, are you doing the eggnog? Nah, bro, I'm on schnapps right now. I don't like eggnog. Me I'm neither. not a fan. Me neither. I'm it not a fan makes, at all. It's like frothy snot. I'm out. Well, now I really don't like eggnog. <laughs> schnapp season, though. Um, we, we should post the pictures of my little schnapp season drinks, too. I agree. I think that we should post we the pictures and the recipe. And then when you make your own schnapp season, show us. We, we want to have... But not till you're completely shit-faced. Yeah. <laughs> Do not even attempt to get on the computer until you've finished at least a half of the containers of alcohol. Um, so go over the recipe again, because I didn't get it all the last time, and I would like Booze. to... And more booze. Peppermint schnapps. And some and more booze. caramel whiskey, right? Yep. And you put that in your coffee pot. Yep. And then you pour, you make hot chocolate with your coffee pot into those. Yep. And then whipped cream, cinnamon. Yep. Toffee. Yep. Caramel. Yep. Nailed it. Well, you could do crushed up uh, crushed up peppermints. Well, that's awful. That's way too much peppermint. But normally we take the little baby candy canes and we use them as stirs because they hang oh, off the coffee mug just no. right. Especially if you have a tiny cup like... Monty has. Monty has tiny mugs. Smallest cup you've ever seen. It's adorable. No one's ever said, Monty, you have a huge cup. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I forgot to tell you, I saw somebody at the grocery store the other day. You that saw had, a person uh, at the grocery store. They had the hams, <laughs> hams in Ooh, their shopping cart. Yes, hams is my jam. I got so excited. Hams is my jams. I love hams. It People contain- down here don't have hams. Contains no actual ham. My mind was blown. <laughs> stupid this summer we're gonna tell everybody about hamelopes hell yeah we are uh we will dev- i'll leave the recipe in the uh description too for the show oh man okay i have to remember to do that <laughs> yeah casey combs will leave you <laughs> we'll leave that for you okay merry christmas happy holidays thank you for listening thank you very much please continue to listen you guys make it we just talk out our ass yeah, i talk out of my mouth you weirdo <laughs> we drink to those who love us We drink to those who don't. We drink to those who fuck us. Whoa. (laughs) And fuck those who don't. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. You threw me for a loop on that one. Whoa. I was like, that's an aggressive cheers. Next thing I know, I was having sex. Fucking ridiculous. Now I'm pregnant, and that's 12 days of Christmas. It's 18 years of child support, and it's bullshit. (laughs) I'm stuck here with these awful kids that Laba Flaba has to fucking beat with a fucking broom. <laughs> got Laba Flaba over here, and I'm stuck with this Italian house, man. She's like, I'm going to get kids and the pieces of the shit, and I want to beat your kids, and I'm whacking, 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 and the whole time she's fucking sweeping. It's like, Christ, woman, there's so much dust in the air. Let some settle. You can't sweep nothing. Let the dust settle, lady. Let us. <laughs> Are we done with Christmas? <laughs> the real gift is you, Casey Combs. The real gift Oh, the real gift is our friendship. Yes. I feel very blessed to have you. Blessed. Who says that? To have you as a friend. You know who says that? Old Italian people. (laughs) I feel so blessed. La blafana. La blafaba. I'm sort of blessed to have you here. No, but real talk, though. I do appreciate you and your friendship and your love, and I appreciate you. And I, I feel the same for you very much. I love you dearly.